Greetings, vloggers, bloggers, followers, and potters. Dustin here from Dustin's Dynasty here with you on another great week. Uh, this week's video is will be featuring a photo of the Cathedral of Learning in the University of Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we'll be talking, I've been in that building many years ago when I was first diagnosed. It was a wonderful experience and it, it was 36 stories tall and I got to ride the elevator from the top clear down to the bottom. Regardless of that, today we're going to talk about uh, self-pity. Uh, this week I've been experiencing a great host of self-pity, a, a lot of issues regarding self-pity and not feeling my, um, my true self and not being honest with myself and having the woe is me thing. Um, you know, when you're wrapped up, you, you can't see through the forest, uh, so to speak. And it can be hard to, to see past what you're feeling in that present moment. For me, uh, being in self-pity is when I want to distance myself from everybody and just hide and not be bothered. And what we don't get what we want or don't feel we're appropriately validated for what we do in our lives, for the things we do. Uh, it, that can be bothersome, and it puts us in a state of withdrawing from everything and wanting to be in a self-pity kind of mind. Um, with that, it makes, you, it makes you feel like you're nothing, you're worthless, you're a piece of crap, and, you know, sometimes that, that's hurtful, and it, it's very, when it can be totally quite the opposite, when you are valued, you are wanted, you are needed, and it's sometimes hard for me to see that, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's just very hard, um, you know, it's it's it sucks the living energy out of you, and that's so true. You know, it just it, you know, if you know, it's uh, you know, if for me, my my numbness is food or drink, and I will numb that pain, but I will never face it until I actually get into my my rap journal, and I'll click a link to that in my description. But you know, having that rap and actually using it and not feeling like a piece of crap and not, you know not letting it get to me the way it does. Um, you know, that's a big problem. So, you know, uh, it's not always from stress, and that should be noted. Um, it should also, uh, it's it's always, it's really a need for validation. And there's oftentimes I do want people to validate me and feel needed and feel wanted. Um, you know, it's very hard, you know, to, to accept that sometimes a you are a needy per you you don't think you're a needy person sometimes you are sometimes you're not and sometimes you just want somebody to say hey i get it you're having you had you need all that you need to feel that way um you know it's uh, you you feel deserving of the outcome of what you did and sometimes when the negative something negative happens you feel as if you did something to get that uh, unpleasant result and that negative self-validation can feel from symptomatic reasons around you from creating external validation. Uh, self-pity is also a form of external validation that, uh, it, that, that something bad has happened to us or that our circumstances are out of control. Um, you know, sometimes they're not. It gets attention from others. Uh, reinforcing a way to get attention. And I am one of those who is like that. I... I, it's very disturbing. It's very sick. You know how I how much I loathe on my mother's uh, validation from her to have her feel bad for me. I want her to feel my pain. I want her to feel my agony. And I know I need to work on it. And I know I need to stop. Uh, you know. So that's just one thing. Um, the best way to snap out of self pity though is to 
to have a strategy to get out of it when you don't. And that's when I use my books and I know I need to use my books and not feel sorry for myself and get, you know, get, get out of that and be aware when I'm getting into those modes and getting into that, you know, focus on a healthier, something healthier, like a self-care activity. I've been researching on the mighty, all kind of self-care that we, you know, find and need and want and, um, you know, some, some things that help, you know, get out of that. And so, compassion is made out of three uh, concepts of, of will. Uh, it's better understanding to be and kind to yourself during times when you don't do so well. But 90% out of 100, and I don't like the toot my own horn, but most of the time, nothing bad happens. I just see the good. And, you know, keeping those painful thoughts and feelings in a mindful state and viewing those negative outcomes as part of an overall human experience. Having self-compassion can mean feeling that sometimes things, these things, these things happen, where they're asking, why does it always happen to me? And you need to switch the perspective, uh, switching uh, the self-pity to self-conception, compression can level, start with your compassion with your perspective, whether you're focusing on self-pity, the problems around you, of those around you can see insignificant. And that's how I have to feel things, you know. I think sometimes my mother tries to do that and I just blow it off because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear her sob story, but it's really true because it's not just my mother. It's not just those people close that I, I don't want to think of but it's actual people that are actually hurt. And that's really sad. Um, if oh, people can overcome things and sometimes, you know, then there's a chance that you can too. And, you know, it comes a negative thing and maximizes, you know, the victim mentality. If you believe you can hold, hold the role of a victim, you are moving power and personal responsibility. And you need to get back into mindfulness. That's another thing, you know, you need to, you need to, you need to, allow these thoughts to come and go without getting them stuck um whether you practice when you practice mindfulness uh the thoughts of self-pity can surface but you let them pass rather than dwell on them and i find that journaling helps me in some ways because it helps me get them onto paper and get them out and have time when i can't vent them or when i vent them and they're not validated uh, in a way that I, that I want them to be validated, and then it turns into a sick habit of wanting to rehash, rehash, rehash all these thoughts, and it can be a really bad thing. Um, you know, it lets you live in the moment and meet all your thoughts with curiosity and openness. And you know, lingering on self pity keeps you stuck in the past, which is also harmful to your self esteem and moving forward. I can't see moving forward. It's very hard sometimes for me to see, uh, you know, how I want to move forward. But when I think about moving forward and I sit down and actually put thought to my head about moving thoughts in my head about moving forward, um, it makes me feel good and it makes me want to be happy. And there's actually a smile on my face and, you know, happy of, of thinking of there's a future beyond where I'm at right now. Even though my life is pretty good, it could be better. And I know it can, but I don't look beyond. I have a hard, hard light, third time seeing that light at the end of the tunnel that, you know, I, I think I'm just stuck where I'm at, but I know I'm not. I choose to be stuck where I'm at and I, I choose to think the way I do. But I, I know I have to look outside of that box. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, it's just hard. Um, you know, you got to be you got to be able to see on, 
you, you got to keep it moving forward. And gratitude is another great thing too. Um, you know, co- coupling mindfulness, always going to put with gratitude. And as you see on my um, Facebook and Instagram for the month of November, I'm doing 30 days of thankful. And, then, and as you start out, you see it's simple things. Um, it was my house because I moved in yesterday for a year now. I've been in here for a year now. And, you know, just simple things, you know, my supports, my people, uh, my, you know, my mental, you know, just all those great things, you know, my faith, uh, you know, just all these great things. And we're going to continue that this month. And even the small moments that you enjoy for the day, like savoring a well-cooked meal. And it may have not have been just, it may have been the crappiest meal, but if it was well-cooked and you put time into it and you built that meal, then it's good. Um, just like today, uh, the, the heat wasn't, it's working at work, but it's not working tidily. So to come home to a warm home and be able to relax, you know, that made me so happy today. Um, you know, just, it does more than focus on the positive, Research suggests gratitude is a it brings positive of overall well-being, and similarly, a 2019 search found that gratitude is a positive infa, influence on the individual aspects of well-being, such as social, emotional, and psychological health. And you know, it can be self-pity can be isolating, and repel those who would like to support you. And I do. I have friends who support me. Believe it or not, very few, but they do reach out to me, and it and they want to to me they want to listen to me but they're you know they're not they're not going to listen to my sob story and they're not going to listen to my bitch fast excuse my french but they're not and you know it, it creates this vicious cycle and it's the same thing with my mother and i know it is and i admit it because now i'm finally admitting it at, you know after several years i i just you know i want more and more and more and she keeps coming back but yeah i keep it's it's a very powerful cycle of you know i i just she does the world for me but yet i I feed her this cycle of negative stuff about how horrible my life is when really it's not. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, a sympathetic ear to vent protectively and sometimes the supports, you know, you got to have a positive support, you know, and identifying your sources of stress and being solution focused instead of problem focused can help you overcome challenges in life. So finally, you know, just remember that everyone has moments of self-pity and daily life is a challenge, especially now. And when it rains, it's sometimes pours. Staying wrapped up in negative feelings can help you feel stuck. Uh, can help you f- can help keep you feeling stuck. Entertaining a state of self pity takes you from cure being from one who expresses joy in life. The problem is being in a fog. Don't always tell when the fog layer will lift. Uh, so it'll be like it'll be like last forever. Then we as humans. We'll be. We'll have a habit of telling ourselves what we're like, what we're feeling, and that's a negative thing. And you know, it's just a great thing. You will develop the skill, the skills to forget your, forgive your setbacks, and see situations clearly without a need for validation. Focusing on compassion, not self pity, and you will help determine your internal narrative. I want to thank you for listening to this today. I know it was a short rant, but it was very validated. I need to say it. I needed to get it out. Um, it's been bothering me for a while now, and I've been in and out of these funks where it's not really the greatest. So I'm trying to mend myself to get stop thinking these negative cycles and I start so, stop feeling so sorry for myself. So again, I want to thank you for listening. As always, you can uh, be sure to like or dislike this video. 
uh, be sure to tap that notification bell if you want to hear more notifications or be sure to hit that subscribe button. Also, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dustin's Dynasty, on the web at DustinsDynastyUSA.com, and on, face, on Pinterest and TikTok at Dustin's Dynasty ASD. I also stream this vlog post and blog post to many streaming platforms, including Spotify. I want to thank you for listening again to this wonderful podcast and to have a good night. Thank you.